some Saharan dust and drier air return to South Florida. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Steve Villanueva for WSTU 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jensen Beach, Hope Sound, Martin County's Heritage Station. The opinions expressed are those of the show's host and not the staff or management of Port St. Lucie Broadcasters. Any reproduction without written consent of WSTU and WPSL is strictly prohibited. Now it's time for Quality of Life Radio, brought to you by Cigna and Aetna Medicare. Here are your hosts, Gary Owen and Tom Bouvier. Hello and good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in on this fabulous Tuesday morning. It's August 2nd, 2022. Unbelievable. We're all only five more months to this year. I hope you had a great first seven months. Anyway, I want to thank you for tuning in to the world-famous Quality of Life radio show. I'm your host today, Tom Bouvier. I'm sitting in for Gary Owen. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Brian Moriarty, sitting in for Tom Bouvier. Oh, thank you for sitting in for me. I really appreciate it. And we're streaming live today on Facebook. Hope you're watching. And if you're not, you can also, if you may be listening to us on WSTU AM 1450 or WPSL 1590 AM. We're recording here out of the WSTU studio near downtown Stewart, Florida. And Dr. Brian, we come here every Tuesday morning. You've been our guest, and I'm so thankful that you're able to sit in for me today since I'm not in that chair anymore. Yes, it's truly an honor, Boove. Uh, I know Gary is traveling the world as he always does, so uh, I'm, I'm jumped at the chance to hang out with you and our wonderful guest here. And uh, first, uh, Tom, we, we're here to bring relevant content to our listeners to support and showcase our local businesses, nonprofits, and community leaders. Absolutely. And the second part of the show, Dr. Brian and I will give you some fun health facts, 10 fascinating facts about humans. Here's one of them t- as a teaser. Uh, you're actually about, every in- person is about one cent- centimeter taller in the morning than they are in the evening. Now, that has not been verified by our chiropractor expert in the in the booth today but is that true dr brian i will do a case study on it this afternoon (laughs) and let you know (laughs) sounds like something that would be true though absolutely right so i guess the theory is as you go about your daily business you know you start getting crunched down low and low gravity starts to pull on you and you may become a, a centimeter smaller in the evening yeah. What about if you take a nap, though? If I take a nap, do I get that centimeter back or? Well, that's part of your research. Okay. I'm on it. I'm All on right. It. More next to come. next More week. To come. <laughs> okay. So next week's fascinating topics will be Dr. Brian's research project. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anyway, the third part of the show, we're actually going to be very serious. If we can do that, we're going to try. Um, actually, I, I'm going to be talking to you about. Uh, insurance, how to manage managed care programs, plans, 
if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan, under 65 plan, a group employee plan, you're wor at work today and you have uh, health insurance, it can be very daunting how to navigate that. And, and some people, even the terminology, and we'll spend a good bit of time talking about the terminology, pe people can't, don't understand a copay versus a deductible versus a premium versus a summary of benefits or explanation of benefits. And it's like can get very confusing. And there are certain things that, that can really benefit you by knowing. So we'll talk about that because at Owen Insurance Group, we actually have a motto, and that is to simplify insurance planning so that you can enjoy the stress-free life that you deserve. And so any insurance question, whether you're a client or not, you could feel free to give us a call, and I'll give you that number, 772-210-1020, and talk to one of our able and wonderful agents. Um, we're going to start with the quote of the day, and then we're going to introduce our guest, who we're so excited to have in the studio today. The quote of the day is, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. And that was a quote by Emile Cooey, C-O-U-E, a French psychologist and pharmacist who introduced a method of self-improvement based on optimistic auto-suggestion. Now, a lot of us have heard about positive talk, positive, you know, calling things that be not, speaking things, you know, the secret, and a lot of uh, things out there about people talking positively. And I'm not sure if this gentleman actually invented that whole psychology of it, uh, but he certainly was a proponent of it at the turn of the century, and he made it very popular, uh, optimistic auto-suggestion. Now, growing up in the 60s and 70s, I couldn't believe my parent let me do that. Parents let me and my brothers do this, but we were able to stay up late and watch the Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, that you, guy. Yeah, that, Stuart, Stuart Smalley. Yes. <laughs> Does anybody remember oh, his positive yeah. affirmation, Stuart yep. Smalley? Yep. Do you remember what it was? Did you watch that show, Rod? I sure did, and I <laughs> can kind of remember the gist. I'm not sure I remember the exact yeah. wording. And he wasn't one of the original cast, but he, he was there when it was still good, yeah. and it's still occasionally good. But anyway, he said, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. <laughs> Positive affirmation by Stuart Smalley. So the, the whole thing is talking a bit to yourself or and, and I, I recall one gentleman spoke he said the problem with most people is they listen to themselves more than they talk to themselves uh, in an effort to to get you to stop listening to the negative thoughts in your mind so but beginning to speak positive thoughts and so optimistic auto suggestion is speaking words so um, I've taken Emil Cooey's uh, quote actually for many many years Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Now, I don't sit up in the morning and look in the mirror and say that, but when I'm starting to feel down or thinking I need to improve, I begin to say those words. So whether it's helping or not, I don't know, but actually I think it is. Well, you're also getting shorter and shorter as the day goes on, as we learned in that fascinating oh. fact. So, but yeah, better and better, but shorter and shorter. As every day and every, every day. <laughs> and I think uh, as we age, too, don't many people get shorter and shorter? Yes, Dr. they Brian? do. They lose a lot of the water content in their discs, sadly. It dehydrates down, and it makes them actually a little bit shorter. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. Possibly. I'm a chiropractor, you know, loving chiropractic, <laughs> Stuart. So, absolutely yes, yes. yeah and absolutely he's been on a radio show and we love his services we uh, i've been a, a, a client and patient of his 
and his other wonderful uh, chiropractors in the office. So, and I love Owen Insurance Group. Just for the record, Gary and Tom and the whole team. And is... we are leaving our guest out. Can oh you... yeah, let's get to our gotcha. guest here. Yes, let's I... get to Rod. Yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so today we're um, we're very proud and and excited to introduce this week's guest, and that's Rod Davis, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau. And he was one of our first guests on our radio show. Oh, Almost repeat. two years ago, and I oh. think that was during the height of the uh, COVID epidemic, pandemic. pandemic. And so he called in, and so uh, we were very happy that yeah. you're in the radio. So uh, welcome, Rod, and thank you for coming, driving all the way up here. Well, I appreciate it, and it is a good morning. The traffic was light, and uh, <laughs> that's always a good thing, and I appreciate being here with you both today. Great. Good thing the radio show's not at 8.30 or 9. The traffic might not have been as light, right? It <laughs> might not have been, and you just never know. That's right. Uh, South Florida travel is is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so thanks again, Rod, for coming. Um, we always like to start off with letting our guests tell us a little bit about themselves personally. Sure. Um, have you lived in Florida all your life? Where are you from? What are your interests? And, and why are you still in Florida? Yeah, well, I originally was uh, from West Virginia. I was born there in uh, 1960, so a few years ago. And uh, my father was a school teacher and decided that he couldn't make a good living in West Virginia, so he moved us down uh, outside of D.C. in Virginia, suburban uh, Virginia. And I lived there most of my life and uh, began work for the Better Business Bureau. Uh, I worked at the headquarters first back in 1984. Wow. So I've been wow. with the organization a long time. Ooh. And I was there for 30 years. And uh, the uh, Better Business Bureau down here had an opening for a CEO. And I thought, well, gee, I'm old enough now. I can probably get into Florida at that point. And uh, had the great opportunity to come down here uh, in 2015, which is when I started, and uh, have really enjoyed getting to know the different communities, uh, the different business leaders, and all the folks down here have just been amazing. Uh, like D.C., um, this area has a, a really uh, great uh, community and, and people from all over the world. So I enjoy different foods, different festivals, different events. Uh, those types of things are just a, a great way to uh, celebrate and enjoy your time with uh, uh, the people you care about. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And I know when you were coming down here, you you said I, I was old enough and probably yeah. weren't. And did you say I'm good enough, I'm smart I'm enough? I'm good enough, <laughs> I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing, and, and I, I, I love that positivity that – uh, it's too often lacking today. Appreciate you bringing that up. And, and, you know, that's one of the things we try to do is to get both uh, consumers and businesses to be a little nicer to each other and, uh, you know, understanding what they go through. And, and uh, so the role of BBB a lot of times is just getting people to focus on solutions and working together and being positive. And if we're able to do that, life is so much easier. That's wonderful. That's a great thought. And yeah. I never thought of the Better Business Bureau of having a, a role like that. But yeah. you may have to kind of be a mediator sometimes. Yeah, and just uh, kick people in the, the butt when they need it and have them uh, be a little bit nicer. And instead of trying to get a pound of flesh, uh, work together and, and good things happen. 
Absolutely. People, people always think of the, the, the BBB in terms of when there's a complaint about a business. It's always call you guys, call yeah. you guys. But I, I know you do a lot of, uh, you know, wonderful work as well outside of that. You know, the, you know, it's not all just handling complaints and things like that about businesses. So do you want to share a little bit about, you know, what else the BBB is doing? Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we try to do is to get uh, businesses to do a better job. And so we have different programs where we are training and educating businesses on what consumers expect, what they can do to satisfy consumers, giving them different resources to manage that. As as you guys know, uh, as business leaders, uh, you get feedback all day long, whether you want it or not, on different platforms. So uh, <laughs> hopefully it's positive, sometimes it's not, and working with businesses to help them understand how to respond to those uh, the feedback they get from customers. And a lot of what we do, too, is uh, encourage customers to share positive feedback. So don't just complain. If you've had a great experience, <laughs> exactly. go on BBB and say, oh, ins insurance is amazing. They, they did are. a great job. <laughs> they explained to me the difference between a deductible and... and uh, <laughs> Very good. Yeah, and so, you know, it's, it's important uh, to get that, too. And that kind of rounds out the feedback uh, coming from consumers uh, about businesses. And then we also make it easy for consumers to find good businesses based on the the feedback that we get from the community. Great. So I've heard that uh, the BBB is actually launching the BBB for Good program. Could you tell us a little bit about that program and how it can benefit our community? That's a, a, a great uh, program and, and kind of flows with what we're talking about. How many of us know businesses that are doing amazing things in the community? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Dr. Bryant. Yeah. And it happens every day. And, and we even have a, uh, the emergence of a new sector in the marketplace uh, called the social impact businesses or conscious businesses. And they combine profit, which every business should make, hopefully, or they won't stay in business, with purpose. And so they have that dual uh, focus for the business. And so some of these are going to be dealing with environmental issues. Some of them may be dealing with helping veterans. Uh, some of them may be dealing with giving uh, emerging uh, women business leaders uh, experience and opportunity. And so if I'm a, a consumer out there and I want to find a great roofer, wouldn't it be nice if I could find a great roofer that also has a commitment to something I care about in the community? So maybe they're curing cancer or contributing to the, the initiative to do that. So the BBB will actually help members uh, create and find their purpose besides their profit yep yeah we actually will encourage them That's to great. do it and then encourage them to develop a, a commitment that they make to their customers to whatever that cause is going to be and then measure it so that it's measurable because bbb's role is to validate that the business is doing what they say they're doing right. and so let's take one of the first examples we had here in florida for ocean and I don't know if you guys are familiar I with that. I do them. know yep. about that. But they started a business with the goal to clean up the waterways. And what they wanted to do was say, okay, for every uh, item we sell, we'll pull a pound of trash out of the, the oceans. And we said, that's great. So how do we validate that you're doing that? <laughs> right. So, so what we did was we said, okay, uh, give us your sales records so we see how many items that you sold. And then we got the weigh data from the weigh stations around the world, 
And we pulled that together, matched it up, and made sure that they were living up to that commitment. And were they? And they were. And actually, they were doing more Good than job, what they were required to do. So as a result of that, you know, consumers were able to go in and say, yes, they're actually doing what they say they're doing. BBB's validating that. And I can trust that that's happening. That's right. Because BBB does have a great reputation. Yeah, and, and as uh, Rod just explained, they do validate the claims that these businesses who not only have a profit but a purpose are actually promoting. So uh, we do have to take our first break. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. And thank you again for watching, uh, watching and listening to the Quality of Life radio show. Welcome back to the Quality of Life radio show. You're listening on WSTU Heritage Station, 1540 AM. I'm Tom Bouvier, your host today. And, and I'm Dr. Brian Moriarty filling in for Gary Owen, who's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, living it up. Uh, Tom, I had a question for our guest, if that's okay. Absolutely. Go uh, ahead. I want to ask about the supply chain, uh, Rod. You know, I, I have, uh, I ordered some uh, impact windows, and uh, they, they're taking <laughs> like a year, and then they just called me, and they're pushing it back, and it's supply chain, supply chain. What impact is the supply chain disruption causing for businesses and consumers? It's causing a lot. People are experiencing exactly what you've gone through, and so one of the things that we encourage the businesses to do is to create realistic expectations with your customers. You want to be on the same page. So there are no surprises, uh, and they don't get unhappy because there is a delay. So if you know there's going to be a delay, be upfront. And we always encourage businesses to set those expectations with their customers. And then continue to follow up with them to make sure that you're meeting the time frame that you established with them. And if you're not able to do it, is there another solution that you have that's available? And on the consumer side, uh, when you're starting a project, that's one of the things, we all know that there are disruptions in every part of, of the supply chain, whether it's you know baby formula or impact windows. And so you want to talk to the businesses and say, hey, you know, what is 
are you experiencing pro a problem with your supply chain? Will I be able to get this project done in a timely manner? Um, are you able to commit to a, a specific delivery date? And then uh, you can even build that into your agreement with the business, and there can be penalties if, if they don't deliver, especially if it's something you need to get done. If you're a, a snowbird and, and you've got a window to get things done before you leave, uh, you know, you're going to want to make sure you get a hard and fast uh, date to get the work completed. Boy, that supply chain issue has affected my peanut butter eating. Oh. I'm a GIF man. Okay. A GIF extra crunchy man. Yeah. And the only time, way I've been able to find it, not only in Publix and Winn-Dixie, but also Sam's Club, is I can only buy it in the smallest container possible. I used to easily pick up the two big, the big honker ones, yeah, you know, yeah. Jif. But Jif Crunchy Peanut Butter seems to have a supply chain issue. Supply chain issue. Yeah. And I'm really getting tired of it. Maybe give Skippy a try. Oh, or, Skippy! Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Peter Pan. I, I mean, I know. think he'll have to make the Bouvier special oh, and start making oh, his own. <laughs> well, there you go. That yeah. sounds like a new business site. Look at the man yeah. creating businesses just yeah. out out of his nose. And, and people love that local that local flavor. You know, put that unique spin on it. But mm. will I be able to have a supply of peanuts? And well, a work shortage. You know, you've got, and, and you you know, got with Georgia inflation, just up, Am I going to be able to make a profit? you got Georgia just up the road. That's but, right. Yeah, but I inflation, love those Georgia peanuts. Yeah, inflation is a challenge, too, and, and that's one of the things that— uh, Yeah, tell us about that. What do you recommend for people with 40-year high of inflation? It is incredible, and, uh, you know, we're all feeling it when we go to the grocery store, when we go to fill up our tank, uh, and businesses feel it. And so they have to pass on those— higher cost to their customers. They don't always want to, uh, but they have to. And so it's important to get multiple bids if you're a customer. And, uh, you know, I, I use the BBB site. I can't, I have to do it incognito because the businesses can never know who I am because that would be a conflict of interest. Uh, so, I, you know, I'll go through and put in uh, get a quotes. We have a get a quote program. So I recently uh, had to get uh, a giant tree chopped down in the back of my yard. I was getting ready for hurricane season, and it always worried me a little bit if that tree were to fall over. Uh, I might need uh, some really good insurance uh, oh, yes. to help take care of that, but uh, didn't want to have to push it. And uh, Gary's in Jackson Hole, so I thought I better take care of that before I have a problem. So I went to the BBB site and looked up tree trimmers and then I said okay I've got an 80 foot tree in my backyard you can't get back there with machinery uh, can you come out and give me a, a quote to get this done and so I had uh, three companies come out they gave me the quotes one was a little higher than I wanted uh, one seemed a little bit low and one seemed just about right to me and I just really connected with that uh, business owner and so I hired him uh, he came in you know, took care of it. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a reasonable price, but you are going to pay a little bit more these days. Um, so it is important to, uh, to do that kind of competitive bidding from the consumer side. And from businesses, if you're incurring an added expense, explain it to your customers, you know, what's causing the, the increases. My uh, pool guy sent me a note and said, you know, I really hate to do this. But our chemicals are going way up, and my guys that come out are having higher the gas fuel. prices. That's so, right. 
uh, I have to do this increase. You know, hate to do it, but he hadn't given me an increase uh, for a number of years, so I, I understood it. I don't love it, uh, but I think he handled it really well, and uh, so it didn't cause me to go looking for another another pool guy. But on the consumer side too, you can kind of take a fresh look. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier about the last time I was here was during COVID. Well, during COVID, what did we all do? Uh, we signed up for all these streaming services and got all this <laughs> right. stuff because we were stuck in our houses. And, you know, I'm stuck there with this really boring guy, me. And <laughs> so I had to find something to do with myself. And now I look at it and say, do I really need all those streaming services? So as a consumer, take a look, take inventory of, of what you're doing, uh, what you need, what you don't need. And then cut out the ones that you don't need, and uh, that can help you make sure you have enough money to do the things you really need to do. Excellent. Thank you so much. That, that, that's a good, uh, good advice for all the consumers out there. Get those multiple quotes yep. and go with the one that you feel uh, the connection with and as well as the price is right. Yeah, and it's always like value. It's not just the lowest price. That's correct. You know, because you get a sense of the feel of a business and how professional they are. Have they done work in your industry before or, or in the specific circumstance you had? And, and for my tree guy, as an example, he said, oh, I got these guys. They love climbing up the trees. They don't, you don't have to worry about it. They'll rope it and bring it down. We do it all the time. So he knew how so to you, do what he needed to you do. You didn't go with the guy who said, I'll give you the low price because I've always wanted to take down an 80-foot tree <laughs> yeah. in a tight spot. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I have need to, some practice, sir. I, I have to say the other <laughs> thing. First day. Yeah. The other thing that got start me this chainsaw? <laughs> was his, his name, which I thought was pretty cool. And the name of the business was Trees Gone Wild. Oh, nice. Which I was like, yeah, my tree has kind of gone wild. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's a family guy and uh, just, you know, was a good a good local business guy. So the Better Business Bureau, to kind of uh, change uh, topics, could you briefly give us an idea of what it can do for a business, what kind of business it could, benef could benefit from being a member of the, of the BBB? Well, the, the great thing about BBB is that we're not limited to one or two or three industries. So, you know, there are great businesses out there in all different sectors. So chiropractors, uh, insurance companies, uh, attorneys, uh, roofers, plumbers. And what we do with the businesses is we put them through a vetting process, looking at who the business principles are. Are they properly licensed? Do they have the right type of insurance? Do they have a good track record in the marketplace? If they do have any issues that come up, and everybody's going to get complaints from time to time. Let's be realistic about that. Uh, the key thing is how they handle them. Do they handle them like a professional business that's committed to their customers? And, you know, those responses are now visible online, so that's kind of advertising. So how you handle that is really, really important. And so we look at that and... Uh, so we gather all of that information together when we uh, evaluate a business for accreditation, which is uh, a business that's committing to those good business practices and those standards. And once they do that, they're able to um, use that logo to show customers, look, uh, we are committed to you, and to prove it, we've gone above and beyond to earn the, the Better Business Bureau accreditation seal. And our uh, campaign at this point is the sign of a better business. 
and that speaks to both consumers and businesses. If you have that logo, you've gone through that vetting process, and not only have you done what you need to earn it, but you're committing to do what you need to do to keep it. Because if a business doesn't do what they should be doing, uh, that uh, seal will be revoked. And uh, so we have to live that every day, and the businesses have to live that every day. And so in exchange for that, the businesses get to promote that, and consumers coming to the BBB site are able to do searches for a business, and you can search for a specific business or an industry to find, as, as I did, a, a few a tree trimmers to come in and, and give me a quote. And you can limit that search to accredited businesses or all businesses. And over half of the consumers doing that search don't want to be bothered with non-accredited businesses. So it's important to a business to have that accreditation when consumers come to search. And here in Southeast Florida, there are 19,000 reports pulled on businesses every day. Wow. wow. So business owners, you are being searched and vetted. Yes. <laughs> and, and they want to find those that have a good track record, that have been here for a while, um, and that have a good rating, which the rating really reflects that they take care of issues as they come up and they're properly licensed and insured and, and are a trustworthy business, a member of the community. Right. And so that's, you know, that's really important. And so it really reflects what your neighbors think, what others have experienced. And, you know, that's why I think the, the BBB approach, you know, I, I like it because, uh, uh, you know, we are here in the community, so we have an office in Stewart, we have uh, an office in West Palm, we have an office in Miami, uh, we have staff in Puerto Rico. So, you know, we're covering the area that we serve, so we get to know the people, the businesses, the consumers, and, uh, you know, it's a real privilege to work with, with all the folks that are Excellent. out there. And, and if there's a business owner out there and hearing this or they know a business owner that want to pass on your information, how can they get it in touch with either you or the local BB offices? Just, just go to BBB.org, and then you put in your zip code, and it'll provide the contact information for uh, our BBB. Um, that's the easiest way to do it. And, again, it's just BBB.org. Simple, short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They can do backslash SEFL uh, on BBB.org to get directly to us. But e either way, they'll find us. I have a team that's uh, dedicated to working with businesses. And as I said, we do a lot of education. Uh, we have a partnership with Dell to give discounts on computers. We have uh, trainings that we do. We have software that helps them, once you become accredited, to manage your reviews on all the different major sites, so Google nice. and BBB. So a lot of tools to help bring value and, and promote your business, it we, sounds like. We want to make it easy for the businesses. Yeah. So, you know, they know what they're doing. You know, I, my chiropractor can fix my back. He may not know how to market his business. So we can help with <laughs> that. Not, and not a problem here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows how to market. Yeah. He's out there. And then, yeah, you know, the insurance companies, a lot of times people, you know, can I trust these folks? Because, you know, you're making a big commitment. And uh, I think what really good companies do is, is they really take the covers off and this is who we are. Let me help you understand and make the best choice for you. And I'm so proud to, to be a, a member and a part of Owen Insurance Group. And I know Gary Owen has, fights really hard every day to, to, to have the integrity, the excellence, professional, and the transparency 
uh, has been a member of yep. the BBB for many years, and I believe, uh, uh, you, if you recall, he won yep. some type. Our organization, Owen Insurance Group, won an award yep. for. And I don't know if you know the specifically the Torch Awards. The and Torch Award. Thank yeah. you. And, and those are, are an opportunity for the really good businesses in our area to get recognition. And it, it really focuses on four areas. The CEO's leadership, uh, how they uh, in, uh, take their mission and vision and integrate it into their, uh, their, uh, their workers, mm-hmm. how that pushes out to the customers, and how they make a difference in the community. And that's what the Torch Award is all about. And when you think about it, those are the things that really make a great business. And, you know, we were so fortunate because, you know, some people say, oh, South Florida. Uh, so what we want to do is show we're the best, and we, we've got the best businesses here. And the winners of our local Torch Awards can compete for the international award. And uh, last year, City Furniture not only won for the large category here in South Florida, but they won the international award. Huh? Woohoo! Come on, South Florida. Yeah, and you know it's yeah. it's exciting Fair for enough. us when our local businesses uh, compete and win, and yeah. we like to win. <laughs> we we like to be the best. Listen to this, man. If you're a business owner just starting out or very established, and you're not a part of the business bureau, go to that bbb.org. Put in your zip code. You'll find his yeah. uh, the South Florida uh, organization. Yeah. And Rod is the president and CEO of that, Rod Davis. So we thank you so much. Uh, we do want to ask you, if you don't mind, to stay around sure. for the rest of this. And uh, we'll keep you in the loop here. With well, I, I love to learn things. and hear what you guys are working on. So. Any last um, words of encouragement maybe to business owners or anything you want to say about the BBB? I think, you know, the key thing is we're here to help. And, uh, you know, so if you need assistance in any way, shape, or form, we, we kind of view ourselves as a hub. So we work with SBDC, the Small Business uh, Development Corporation. And, and, you know, they have a lot of programs and services. Jim Moran, which is a great foundation here just in Florida, does a lot of development and uh, executive training for nonprofits and business nice. leaders. It's free. It's a great program. Uh, they actually use our offices uh, as well for delivery of that. Um, you know, we work with SBA. We work with the chambers. Uh, you know, we, so we know what's available. And if you're a business and you're not sure uh, and you need some assistance, come contact us. SCORE, which is another great resource. Uh, they're the uh, Society for Retired Executives. Um, there's great folks in there. There is one guy who's the retired CFO of EverReady. Uh, oh, nice. They have oh. high-level folks. They will mentor your business for free. And so we can help connect businesses to those folks as well. So there's a lot of great resources there that people just don't know about. I didn't know about that. And so mm-hmm. we try to, to help uh, bring those folks together. And uh, uh, those benefit our businesses, which ultimately benefits our consumers, which makes our community stronger. Yeah, very good. Wow. What an eye-opening experience for me. I, I know I heard the first radio program that you were on, and I know a little bit about it. Gary, obviously, is yeah. uh, very in, uh, um, very well entrenched, so to speak, in BBB, and he loves it. Very proud of the Torch Award as well. Yeah. And we want to thank you again. That's Rod Davis, president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of South Florida. We're going to take our second and last break. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back.
Sullivan of the Owen Insurance Group. We are a local independent insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. You are listening to WSTU, Stewart, Jensen Beach, Hope Sound, Martin County's Heritage Station. Welcome back. You're listening to the Quality of Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Tom Bouvier. And and I'm your co-host, Dr. Brian Moriarty. We've just had a wonderful conversation with uh, Rod Davis of the BBB. And if you're a small business owner or large business owner and you're not involved with the BBB, it's an amazing the, the amount of resources, tools, the value that, um, that can be added to your business Um by being associated with them. So go to BBB.org. So we're going to move on and, and talk about food. Who likes food? I do. I do. I think everybody likes food. It's just a matter of what kind of food we're putting in our body. Jif peanut butter, I know. I know Jif I'm, peanut I'm butter, and it's probably everywhere. full of sugar, and it's not the <laughs> healthiest, and it probably has some of those fats that are not the good kind of fats and all that. And I do limit my intake of uh, Jif crunchy peanut butter, extra country peanut butter. Rod, we got to find him some Jif peanut butter. All your yeah, well, I, I'm we, sure I'm sure we can take care of him. And I know, yeah. I know what Christmas will be bringing. Oh <laughs> my goodness, I'm excited. Yeah, but you know, I went to a nutritionist recently. Actually, I've been several times. Wonderful person. Uh, hope to have her on our show uh, in the future. But she she said when you look at food categorize every type of food into four categories. And this was her, her kind of lesson. She said, and she used the acronyms NEAP, N-E-A-P, N for nutritional. So if you look at a food and it's quite nutritional, can you think of a nutritional food? Maybe broccoli. Yeah. yeah. If avocados. You yeah. Avocados, yeah. different types of food. Yeah. Bring nutritional value, really nutritional, nutrition, no. Uh, it's for you. It's good for you. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, the, the E stands for entertainment food. Oh. I only eat that when I go out to parties. I would never eat it. I'd never buy it. I'd never cook it. It's just like, uh, it's just entertainment food. You know, you go to these different meetings, maybe BBB events, mm-hmm. and they have caterers. And it's like, I would never eat that any other time, but I'm out at a party. I'm going to eat that. So you, you stuff your face with some entertainment food. Now, it, it may have value. It may not. But typically, it doesn't necessarily add to the nutrition. Popcorn the, at a movie. Popcorn. that Perfect. I don't eat popcorn. But if I go to a movie, I love popcorn to watch it. With a lots of butter, too. Yes, I know. Yes. I don't I, know if that is. I just went yeah. last Saturday with my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. get popcorn? And de- yeah, and yeah, a movie. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With lots of butter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And the third is for the letter A is addictive foods. Now, these are foods that people say, I just, I, I don't, no matter how I try, I just can't stop, whether it's popcorn or chocolate ice cream. or I, Years and years ago when I was, like, literally almost uh, 60 pounds heavier, 
I was eating a bowl of ice cream and about 10 Oreo cookies almost every night. So let's just say every night. And I was probably drinking a couple of liters of Diet Coke because all fat guys drink Diet Coke, right? <laughs> I mean, got to have that. So, but the ice cream and the cookies just was addictive. And then when I, somebody took my blood pressure and said, you need to go to the ER, I said, I'm not. I said, I'll just stop eating the cookie. I just stopped. So somehow it wasn't that addictive. But for many years, it was addictive. I just, it was a habit. It became addictive. And then the last is P, can be a combination of many of this poisonous, poisonous food. I mean, there are a lot of chemicals. And, you know, if you read ingredients and see things, some things in the chemicals are supposedly known to cause, cause cancer, known to cause this, known to do this, known to, you know, to, to not be good for you. So yeah. very, very poisonous. So NEEP, think about the four categories of food when you put food in your mouth today. And so, Brian, Dr. Brian, we need to whiz through these. Let's ten, whiz, yes. Wait, ten fascinating no. facts about humans. The first one is this. Laughing 100 times is equivalent to 15 minutes of exercise on a stationary bike. Beautiful. Number two or three. There are more bacteria in your mouth than there are people in the world. Oh, my goodness. Smokers reduce their lifespan expectancy by 11 minutes per cigarette. Wow. Right-handed people live on average nine years longer than left-handed people. Yes. That's interesting. I'd like to BBB to verify that, please. Right-handed <laughs> here, so I'm all for it. All right. There we go. Right. Um, earlier, we mentioned that you were about one centimeter taller in the morning than in the evening. Great. During your lifetime, you will eat about 30,000 kilograms of food. That's the weight of about six African elephants. Now, some people more, some people less. But in some parts of the world, one being Malaysia, parents protect their babies from disease by bathing them in beer. I need to move to Malaysia. Uh, <laughs> extre uh, the next one, extreme music such as heavy metal can positively influence those experiencing anger. I would have thought the opposite, actually. I thought it would have increased and got them more angry and, and full of rage, but apparently not. So... It's not just coughs and sneezes that spread diseases. That's like a rhyme, a poem. One single bacteria cell can multiply to become more than 8 million cells in less than 24 hours. Wow. Mm. And the last one, ever wondered why there are mirrors in front of the cardio section at the gym? Watching yourself run in a mirror can make a treadmill workout go by faster and feel easier. Wow. Okay. Very nice. I thought it was just for the ego and uh, for the narcissist among us. You know, let's see, look at my big muscles. Yes. I like that vein popping yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, this day in history, in 1790, the first U.S. census was completed, showing a population of 3,929,214 people. Wow, that's mm -hmm. grown a lot since then. In uh, 1876, on this day in history, Wild Bill Hickok was murdered in Deadwood, South Dakota. By the way, he was playing poker, and he was shot in the back. Someone came in through the door, and he was holding the hand ace and eight. And that's why the hand ace eight in Texas Hold'em is called the dead man's hand, after Wild Bill Hickok. I love that history. A little extra history you get Come here. on, man. This man knows some things. 
The first, in 1909, the first Lincoln penny was issued. In 1923, Warren G. Harding, the 29th president of the U.S., died in San Francisco. And in 1943, on this day in history, PT-109, a torpedo boat commanded by Lieutenant John F. Kennedy, was sunk off the Solomon Islands by a Japanese destroyer. Well, and in 1945, the Potsdam Conference, in which Allied leaders planned the post-war governance of Germany, ended. And in 1990, something more recent, the Persian Gulf War broke out when Iraq invaded Kuwait. Saddam Hussein's biggest mistake. He should have just been comfortable and leave them alone. Uh, now, today, there's, uh, it, it's a birthday for a lot of people around the world. Uh, years ago, in 1932, Peter O'Toole, the British actor, was born on August 2nd, 1932. And one of my wonderful clients, Thomas uh, Joshuali of Palm City, Florida, was born on this day, August 2nd. So God bless you, Thomas. Happy birthday, my friend. So there we go. Now... Does anybody know what Tom Peter O'Toole, the British actor, one of his most famous roles was? Lawrence of Arabia. That's oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And I think Peter O'Toole or one of his cohorts uh, said, I'm just a drinking, I'm just a uh, working stiff like everyone else. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if it was him or someone else. And they said they would drink and get drunk every single day wow. out there in the desert. Nothing else to do, I suppose. Yeah, well, get hot and sweat. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So we're going to finish up the last uh, seven, eight minutes, and I want to go over some things that may be a little boring, but we're going to try to make it exciting, and that is how to manage your uh, managed care plan. And so if you're an employer out there and you have insurance through your company, if you're on a marketplace plan, an ACA, Obamacare-type plan, or if you're on a Medicare and you're on Medicare and you have a Medicare Advantage plan and you have a, what's called a managed care plan, you would probably recognize them as the terms an HMO. Oh, I have an insurance policy. It's an HMO. Or a PPO. Those are the two primary ones. Now, with the marketplace, they have one that's kind of in the middle. It's called the EPO, uh, kind of a combination of the benefits Um, and characteristics of HMO and PPO. But an HMO is a health maintenance organization. And if you have an HMO, one of the most uh, common things that people know about that is you must have a primary care doctor listed. So, and you must get a referral from that primary care doctor to, to get a, to go to see a specialist. So if you need a a skin checkup uh, from the dermatologist, uh, you would have to go to that primary care doctor, talk to them about the situation, and then get the referral. Some doctors make you come in. Some will do it right over the phone. But that's the characteristics of an HMO, and you have to stay in the network. You, here's the book of your providers. You must stay in this network. If you go out of the network, you pay on your own. Unless it's an emergency or urgent care, those will be covered under an HMO anywhere in the country. Okay. Now, a PPO is a uh, preferred provider organization. That gives you both in-network but out-of-network benefits as well. So you can go to a doctor that's in the network, have a lower cost or copay when you go see them. But if you go outside of the network and the doctor will take the payment or you pay them, 
you could get reimbursed, and but you would pay have a higher copay. So you might pay five dollars to see a primary care doctor in network, thirty five dollars to see out of network. But you do have that option. PPO, you do not have to have a primary care doctor. You do not have to have a referral to see a specialist. So those are the two main. Marketplace has what's called an EPO. It's you must stay within the network. But you don't need a primary care doctor and you don't need a referral. So that's an exclusive provider organization. A lot of the plans on the uh, marketplace or Obamacare plans, those are EPOs. <clears throat> so with that being said, I want to go through uh, some of the definitions of, of somebody's benefits. Um, a summary of benefit. Do you know what a summary of benefit would be on a plan, Dr. Bryant? Yes. What is that? Uh, that's uh, basically when you go to one of the providers, what you would get, how much it would cost, and what they would get paid out. Okay. The summary of benefits will actually have that in there, but the summary of benefit is actually a list of all the benefits, a generalized bullet point list of we're going to cover a, a visit to the primary care. We're going to cover a visit to the chiropractor. We're going to cover inpatient hospitalization, outpatient. So it's a list of all the benefits you get by joining this health insurance plan. And that's a summary. Now, And then uh, this evidence of coverage, EOC, an EOC is the detail thing. It's much thicker booklet. Here's the contract. Here's the details of the summary of benefits. So if you want to know exactly what it means when they say you have dental coverage in your health insurance, well, the EOC is going to explain. You get this many visits. You get this. Here's what happens at the visit. Here's what's covered. So an uh, evidence of coverage. It's important. Now, but at minimum, and I know I'm. I, I, there's some people it's a falling on deaf ears. At minimum, read your summary of benefits so at least you know what you have. So many people call me up on any type of plan, whether it's Medicare or what. Uh, does it cover x-rays? <laughs> I'm like, uh, is the moon, does the moon come up? during? <laughs> well, yes, it covers x-rays. Did you read your summary of benefits? No, I threw it away. I use it as a doorstop or it's in the trash or whatever. So the summary of benefits, at least read that, please. But let me give you a few more um, definitions. Uh, some people want to know what a EOB is, an explanation of benefits. So if you were to go to a primary care doctor and have some x-rays and then you had to go to the urgent care in the month of July, in the mail or electronically by email, the company will send you an explanation of all the benefits that were billed to your insurance for the month of July. And you're going to look at it and you're going to be, sometimes you get scared when you see that EOB. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Is it a bill? I get that. What does it say there right yeah. below it? This it is it, not a bill. This, yes. Right. Some of them, people call me, I, they want me to pay $17,650. I said, wait, 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 wait. Where are you reading that? This thing. I said, well, on the top of it, does it say this is not a bill? Yeah, it says this is not a bill. Then why do you think you're going to pay that? Because that's how much the doctor charged. Well, on the explanation benefit, it will explain the doctor charged $17,000. Your insurance company said, nope, nope, nope. They knocked off $10,000. Yep. The insurance company will pay $6,500. You will pay $500. Right. You will get a bill, but that is not a bill. 
So every service you get an EOB though, and that's good correct. accountability because otherwise the doctor could just bill and you wouldn't know what you're being billed for. And and Dr. Brian, do you know another reason why it is very very important for people to at least open them and look at them is because what's called fraud. fraud. Make sure the services I have, on there are what was rendered. I have had clients. I personally haven't experienced it yet, but many, many clients over the years have come to me and said, Tom, I was, I was in vacation out in Vegas when they, this doctor, I don't even know who this doctor is, they billed my insurance. So either somebody had their medical card or the, or, or the doctor's office is creating false visits to get paid. That's called fraud. So you really want to stay on top of your uh, evidence of coverage, uh, um, um, explanation of benefits, excuse me, and verify that whatever is being billed to your insurance, because ultimately you might have a copay and you'll get a bill for something you never happened. Uh, And just a couple of more things, prior authorization. My doctor wants me to get an MRI or a PET scan. Well, the insurance has to get prior authorization. They're not just going to pay for it because your doctor wants it. That could be, you know, there's called fraud, waste, and abuse. Some doctors are just sending them out for all these different things because they're getting kickbacks. I mean, it's, it could be a bad industry on some levels. Prior authorization, make sure it's medically necessary. And then referral from your primary care doctor, if it's required, is necessary as well. And with that, all of this can sound like Greek or to you, but if you have needs, want to go over your summary of benefits, whether you're a client or not, call us at Owen Insurance Group, 772-210-1020. I'd be happy to sit down and talk to you and explain those to you. And Rod, want to give one last word before we go? Well, I think what you do is like what BBB does, help the customer understand so they can make smart decisions. All right. I want to thank you so much. Next week we have John Schneider. So I want you all to stay safe, stay keep healthy, be happy, and enjoy your quality of life.